Welcome to Across the Royal Pond, an American perspective on the royal family. In my very first episode, I will be discussing the balancing act between transparency and privacy in recent announcements concerning the health of Kate Middleton and the king. Please bear with me as this is my first time ever recording and actually uploading a podcast episode. I'm trying my best to minimize any outside noises. I am so excited to start this podcast. I am the sole host um, and I'm hoping to upload weekly. By the way, if you are really interested in my Substack, the link is in this podcast description. I hope it is because if it's not, that would be very embarrassing. A little bit about me. I am a recent graduate of history. I am from New Jersey. If there's anyone who is a New Jerseyan out there, and I have been watching, thinking about, looking at the royal family since fourth grade, which I know is insane, but I think for a lot of us, our introduction to the royal family started in childhood. And for me, it was watching GMA, shout out Robin Roberts. Uh, their coverage of the royal family while I was eating breakfast getting ready for fourth grade and I've since been trying to wrap my head around the idea of a monarchy across the pond and that is essentially where this podcast title came from. So the morning of January 17th 2024 I know it is 2024 is that that is literally crazy to me my concept of time has been literally skewed since COVID. I literally, I still think it's 2020 March. So I am still a college sophomore as far as I am concerned. Anyway, and if you don't like sidetracked Gen Z rambling, you this may not be the podcast for you. January 17th morning, a press release comes out of Kensington Palace concerning the Princess of Wales in that she has been admitted to the hospital yesterday for a planned, yesterday being the 16th of January, for a planned abdominal sur- abdominal surgery. Why, oh my God, I cannot speak today. In the press statement, it says that the surgery was a success. It is expected that she will remain in hospital for 10 to 14 days, I am quoting, before returning home to recovery, and that based on current medical advice, she is unlikely to return to public duties until after Easter. Easter is on March 31st, which puts her out of work for three months. That is crazy. Usually the Princess of Wales has a ton of engagements during this time of the year, January, February, March, April, just late winter and early springtime, we see the Royals out and about. She will be out of work for three months which was very shocking to me, very shocking to the public. What really had me a little confused was that this was a planned surgery. However, all of her engagements that were to come in the next few weeks were suddenly canceled. I have a feeling if this was a planned surgery months out in advance, all these engagements would have been moved to different dates. And so I'm thinking, that even though it was planned, it could have been an emergency last week, two weeks ago, Monday night, who knows? Um, And that question of who knows is why I decided to write the Substack article about the transparency issue that the royal family tends to have. Now, Kate and the whales being um, a private family and they're trying to keep that privacy to themselves as much as they can before being thrust into the spotlight 
when William does become king. That is understandable. However, does the public, which is the big question, deserve or does the palace owe the public the right to know what is going on with the royal family? And to what degree should they know? Within an hour's difference of this press statement being released, the palace released a statement concerning King Charles, and it reads, in common with thousands of men each year, the king has sought treatment for an enlarged prostate. His majesty's condition is benign and he will attend hospital next week for a corrective procedure. When I got the second announcement that, uh, or when I received um, news of the fact that King Charles was undergoing surgery, I was like, was this intentional? Was this all planned? And, and knowing how surgeries usually work, you do have to usually schedule them days, weeks in advance. So my other question was, was the announcement of these two surgeries, which I don't know if I should call them major surgeries or just, I mean, they do say it's a corrective procedure. So I'm just going to say surgery. The announcement of these two surgeries on the same day within an hour's time, intentional? Yes, I do believe it was intentional. I really highly doubt the palace wanted two bad press cycles in one week. So I think releasing Kate's announcement and then Charles' announcement kind of kept all the press in one same bubble. If that makes any sense, it kind of kept the talking and the speculation and the rumors in one day or two days, if, if anything, instead of something coming out Monday and something coming out Friday, and then you have a, a, a weekend and a week's worth of talking and speculation and the palace probably just doesn't want to deal with that. That is why I think they released them within the same time on the same day, but I thought it was very interesting. The other thing that I was kind of thinking about was the difference in those two statements. I want to talk about Kate's first. Her statement is not, and when I say her statement, I am just referring to the statement put out by Kensington Palace. Obviously we know Kate did not write this out. Uh, it's not technically her words. It's um, Kensington Palace representing Kate. It's very short. It is not transparent. Leaves people to speculate. It leaves an area of rumors to start. It's straightforward and to the point. And all that we know is that it is an abdominal surgery. I have seen speculation and rumors going around the internet. I re completely refuse to talk about the rumors, talk about the speculation when it is just that. I'm not that kind of podcast. I am not a gossipy podcast. I am an analysis podcast, a commentary podcast at best. So um, putting all those speculation and rumors aside, I don't want to get into any of that. But from the statement, we know she has a planned surgery. The surgery, or she did have a planned surgery. The surgery was successful in that the recovery will take 10 to 14 days, which is a very long time. And I have no doubt she is under the best hospital care ever. Um, and I'm sure that is the best option for her. But what I think is really interesting when you look at King Charles' statement, it is straight to the point. The king has sought treatment for an enlarged prostate. It immediately gives the audience um, or the public the condition of the issue, which is that it's benign and he will be going for a corrective procedure in that the king's public engagements will be postponed for a short period of um, recuperation. We don't know exactly, or I'm not sure if it's been announced, um, how long he will be 
out for, but it's short and to the point. It's not a lot of fluff words. There is no apology from the king missing out on engagements. So I'm sure this was a planned um, thing, a planned surgery. And also what I wanted to point out to was the first sentence in the short paragraph was in common with thousands of men each, each year. I talked about that in my article. That is a call out to the public. He is attempting, or the palace is attempting to reach people who have suffered with this and say, you know, hey, the king, he's just like you guys. He deals with the same thing. It's a common issue. I looked up what are the statistics for men who get diagnosed with prostate issues in England specifically, and it said, I think 44,000. So going back to the question, was it intentional? Um, I think it's important when you kind of look at the streams of communication to the public from the palace. Um, these press statements, these press releasements, so, oh my gosh, releasements, these press releases are ways of communicating to the public. They are, of course, heavily rehearsed, heavily edited. Wording is chosen specifically. If anyone knows anything about it's, it's like um, almost how in copywriting and in advertisement, the words you choose are so important because again, it's just PR. It's about the image. And so I want you guys to look at every press statement and every press release as with the knowledge that everything is intentional when it comes to the palace. In my article too, I do talk about how the palace, when they do announce these two on the same day, they get to rip the bandaid off to the public. I think again, if they had released these on different days, it would cause chaos on one day and cause chaos on another. And so ripping the bandaid off at the same time, the chaos just explodes for six hours to 10 hours, whatever the media frenzy looks like, and then it dies down. Now I want to go back two years ago to September 8th, 2022. It was revealed in a press release that the queen's doctors were concerned for her health, but that she remained comfortable at Balmoral. Um, when I was writing this article, I looked at that press release. I think it was a sentence long, so short and so to the point. But it makes me wonder if we will see this trend that Charles has kind of started about transparency in press releases or transparency in at least health concerns when it comes to the royal family members. If that is a trend that will stick and stay when Prince William becomes king. But I think we know, you know, the monarchy is a ancient institution. It is an outdated institution. Um, and press releases that were too transparent or hinted at um, any sign of weakness or illness or sickness of any monarch would show weakness. It would show um, there's a crack in the system or the the frag fragility, fragility, is that the word I'm looking for? How fragile the monarch is, how fragile the monarchy is as a system because we all know common knowledge it's about the image it's about upholding that image um and to not appear weak to the public who actively criticizes the royal family but why does king charles have the transparency in his health announcement and the princess of wales does not i can point to a couple reasons. My first reason is that I think maybe it was intentional by King Charles. Um, you know, they very well could have said the king is undergoing a corrective surgery for a non-cancerous issue. He will be out for 
whatever a week or two obviously that would be in much more professional terms but they could be so so vague and then leave it at that i think charles realizes the importance of communication the importance of being transparent to the public and how in a way the palace owes the public certain knowledge and information when it comes to the royal family it might not be all the information they deserve to know what the hell is happening i also think by announcing hey guys the king has an enlarged prostate he's undergoing a surgery that's not anything to worry about it does settle worries domestically and internationally you know the last thing the palace wants is another uproar if they were to just announce that the king is undergoing surgery he will be out for x amount of weeks I think it leaves a lot of room for, again, speculation, concern, rumors, and that's what we're seeing with Kate's announcement. Now, again, it could have been a wish by Kate, but of course, wanting that privacy, you know, not spilling all the beans as to what she is going through is just also respecting her privacy, but does the public also deserve to know what is happening with the Princess of Wales? I would kind of bite back at that and say, not really, not technically. She's not queen yet. She probably doesn't want all her details out to the public. Um, that's on her own choice and, and her own will and what she can tell the public and what she can and what the palace decides to do in that aspect. Kate has been criticized a lot recently, especially concerning the translation issue in Obed Scobie's recent book. By announcing she has this wrong with her, she's going through this, she very well could face more criticism, more uproar, backlash, etc. So I think there are strategic reasons as to why they're more transparent with Charles than they are with Kate. I think also, is it too much of a limb to say that the public would be more concerned over Kate's health than the king? I'm not sure. It's just a hypothetical. But I think it is a reminder of the power that comes in a press statement. It's just a statement typed up on a computer nowadays, but it holds so much power. It holds the ability to announce a new birth, a death, an illness for this instance, and it also has the ability to give as much information as the palace wants and the ability to give absolutely none. There's that kind of control aspect when it comes to the public on how much they're allowing the audience, which is the public, into their lives. How private can they get? I mean, they are public figures. They still deserve their privacy, there is no doubt about that. But being public figures, would they prefer themselves to announce when things are going wrong or would they prefer the press and paparazzi to find that out? I leave you with two questions today, um, which you can find them on the bottom of my Substack article, which you can answer them or you can make a response to, however you feel best about it. But the first question is, will we start to see more informative press releases be the trend? Was this the start of a new age of press releases of public relations um, for the palace? Will this be the trend when William becomes king? The second, are these strategic PR tactics a way of mending the public's relationship in view of the monarchy? By saying, you know, this is a common issue that all men or that some men go through, is it in a way saying the king is just like you guys? 
He goes through the same things you are. I mean, at the end of the day, they are human. But I am just putting the question out there. Can press releases be a way of mending the public's view and relationship to an institution that is ancient and outdated and still has trouble keeping up with the modern times and this is maybe their attempt at doing that thank you for listening if you would like to support me i do have a sub stack which i will link in the description if you are interested in comments if you have questions if you have different opinions or have any business inquiries or any of that or would love to collab with me you can find my email on my sub stack and on my medium like also right on that platform um and i will talk to you on the next episode <laughs>